Welcome to the first ever This Day in Music episode where we go to thisdaymusic.com and find out what happened on This Day in Music. Today we're going to be talking about some good old-fashioned rock on... Let's kick it off with January 24th in 1967. Pink Floyd spent the second of three days recording the Sid Barrett songs Arnold Lane and Candy and a Current Bun at Sound Techniques Studio in Chelsea, London. Candy and a Current Bun was first known as Let's Roll Another One and contained the line, I'm high, don't try to spoil my fun. But it was decided that Sid Barrett should rewrite it without the drug references. Probably a good idea there, Pink Floyd. This day in music. 1968. German singer Michael Kiske, best known as the lead vocalist for German power metal band Halloween, was born. 1970. Led Zeppelin appeared at Leeds University, Leeds, England, if there is any other. It was at this show when Led Zeppelin had a meeting with the fine arts lecturer, Zachron to discuss their ideas for the album sleeve of the band's next album, Led Zeppelin III. Zachron, born Richard Drew, okay, had studied at Kingston College of Art with members of the Yardbirds. Let's jump to 1980 and talk about Pink Floyd some more. A billboard was erected on Sunset Strip, West Hollywood, California, to promote Pink Floyd's new album, The Wall. A blank wall was posted up, and each day a brick was removed. They put that in quotes. Removed to slowly reveal the inside spread and the title of their album. We don't need no education. Am I right? 1992. Nirvana played their first ever show in Australia. Put another shrimp on that body! In Sydney. Also on the bill was Tumbleweed and the Meanies. On this day in music, January 24th, 2016, David Bowie proved his enduring star power weeks after his passing when the final album of his lifetime, Black Star, topped charts on both sides of the Atlantic. That's both of them, people. Released as a parting gift to fans, the album was embraced around the world. Blackstar was the artist's only LP to top the Billboard 200, and it hit number one in more than 20 territories, becoming the fifth best-selling album of the year. Ground control to number five. That's all some very interesting stuff. Let's uh, let's camp out on one of these bands for a minute. Uh, let's talk about Pink Floyd. I tell you, growing up, listening to my parents music collection uh you know my dad had some pink floyd records and i was hooked very much like i did listening to the jaws soundtrack we're gonna need a bigger <laughs> I used boat. to sit in front of my dad's stereo turn the lights off in the room turn on the lava lamp groovy baby put on the headphones and listen to either dark side of the moon or the wall now of course, Pink Floyd has a discography or a recordography or whatever, whatever you want to call it, um, far beyond those two records. But for me, that's what got me hooked. If you look at their earlier stuff, uh, it's very 
of the era. Era. The Piper at the Gates of Dawn. Then you look at a saucer full of secrets. Secret saucer. Umaguma. Umaguma. Uh, I mean, what are these titles? We didn't know. <laughs> Obscured by the clouds. Look at those bloody clouds, eh? Definitely think there was uh, some LSD involved Lucy in some of this creative sky. process. Then you get in the 70s, you got Dark Side of the Moon. Who turned off the lights? Wish You Were Here. Do you really, fantastic though? Fantastic record. Animals, <laughs> fantastic record. The Wall. So yeah. Oh my gosh. About the time that I got into Pink Floyd was the mid-90s when The Division Bell came out. And what's funny is at that time I didn't really know most of the other records existed. So to me, there wasn't anything between The Wall and The Division Bell. <laughs> So I was like, oh my gosh, Pink Floyd has a new album coming out. They haven't put an album out in forever. Division Bell, 1994. To be fair, Momentary Lapse of Reason, 87. That's a significant timeline coming from a lot of uh, prolific record creation prior to that. I tell you, also around this time, maybe a little before, was when I was getting into Rush. Take off, eh? Time saw you! Realizing that a front person could play bass. That was just so cool to me. Don't forget so about King's X. When I found out that Roger Waters played bass, uh, I was just blown away that somebody was doing that way back in the day. And incredible. Incredible vocals. Incredible playing. David Gilmour, give me a break. Come on, gay. Just about any guitarist, like you want to emulate that tone on Run Like Hell, that delay. Ugh. Oh. So tasty. Pink Floyd. I'll tell you what. If you've never gone to a Pink Floyd laser light show, incredible. Check it out at your local planetarium. You gotta go. You haven't lived until you've experienced a Pink Floyd a laser light show. Well, that concludes today's first episode of This Day in Music. Be sure to check out next week's episode as Marquise takes us back in time. Gonna go back in time. We'll see you next week on... 